Hello, Stone Village. Happy Easter Sunday. I hope that all of you are, are well and um, safe. Um, all is well in my world. Um, I'm at home recording the Easter reflection. I had every intent of recording a reflection um, at church this morning when I recorded Andrew and Quinn. <clears throat> However, um, that did not work out. Um, I was riding the struggle bus and um, I was riding the struggle bus because the reality of, of delivering an Easter reflection in isolation um, is very um, difficult, difficult for me. It's difficult to preach a sermon about life when you're the only person um, in the space. It, it's difficult to engage in a call and response which we do every Easter. Christ the Lord is risen. He's risen indeed when no one is there. And so I just felt so off. And to the point that after two hours of um, <laughs> deleting this, I uh, went for a run, took my bow tie off and I went for a run. And while I was running though, I um, began to think about the conversation that Andrew and I had earlier in the day. And the conversation focused on the first day, the first Easter. And the reality is that first Easter was a very simple affair. Um, depending on the gospel that you read, um, only a few characters were involved. There was no, no pomp and circumstance. No anthems were sang. There was no call and response. Um, there was simply the offering of a message, a message of, of life, a message of, of hope. And as I thought more about that truth, I found um, comfort, I found peace, um, and <laughs> I found the courage to try this again. Um, and so, um, although this is not how any of us expected our Easter to unfold, um, the message of Easter, even in isolation and separation, is just as powerful. Christ the Lord is risen, and he's risen indeed. So, the Lord be with you, and let us pray. Holy One, long ago, faithful and courageous women proclaimed the good news of Jesus' resurrection, and the world was changed forever. Teach us to keep the faith with them, that our witness may be as bold, our love as deep, and our faith as true. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Our reading today is from Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 through 10. After the Sabbath, at the first day of the week, was dawning. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and, and sat upon it. His appearance was like lightning, his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. For he has been raised as he said. 
Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, he has been raised from the dead. And indeed, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him too. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell the other disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, <clears throat> Do not be afraid. Go and tell the others to go to Galilee. There they will see me too. <clears throat> this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Christ is risen. It's true. In some ways, it's the only thing that can be and should be said today. That Jesus has been raised from the dead is the only thing I really have to tell you today. Matthew doesn't offer much more in his account. He does not explain how it happened, only that it did. I believe he's more interested in us living the truth of the story than he is in us knowing the details. The truth of the story, as he tells it, is earth-shaking and changes the ground on which we stand and the way in which we live. Each year I come to this day wanting one thing. <clears throat> I want to be told and reminded that the story is true, that the story can be trusted, that it is a reality in my life. And I suspect that's what you want as well. Why do I come to this day every year wanting to be reminded that the story is true? Why do I think that's what you want as well? <clears throat> because life is delicate. Because relationships are fragile. Because one day all is well, and the next day it's all falling apart. And it feels as though we are hanging on by a thread. Because we're all living in isolation, living in fear, struggling to make sense of, of life as a virus ravages our world. Because each of us, over the course of this last year, has experienced the pain and the devastation of, of Holy Week and the circumstances of, of our lives. A doctor gives a diagnosis, a relationship ends, we watch a parent struggle with cancer. We worry about our little people. A loved one dies. A job is, is lost. These, and a thousand others like them, are the stories that we carry with us. Stories of, of darkness and change and fear and loss and, and death, which can cause our life to feel lifeless, hopeless. And those stories are the reason that we want and need to hear the Easter story one more time. And so we come to this day to be told and reminded that the story is true.
he is risen. He is not here. Death has been defeated. The stone has been rolled away. Not so Jesus could, could get out, but so that we can see him. There is no body. The tomb is empty. There is nothing there. There is no death. There is only life. God has a future for, for you and for me. That's the promise of the Easter story. That's what we come to hear and be told today. Christ is risen from the dead, and in him we rise too. I realize in the midst of life's pain and losses, especially today, the story seems too good to be true, too improbable to be real, too hard to believe. And yet I say to you, look again. The stone has been rolled away. The tomb is empty. Listen to the story a thousand times. It will not change. It never changes. Our life, your life, my life, has been guaranteed by God. So what does that mean for us? It means that the light of, of resurrection always prevails. Darkness not overcome the light. Regardless of who you are, the light prevails. Regardless of what you have done or left undone, the light prevails. Regardless of your doubts or beliefs, the light prevails. Regardless of your life circumstances, your, the light I can't tell you how it happens, but I know it does. I've felt it, experienced it in my own life, and I've seen it in some of yours. The light of resurrection always prevails. The stone has been rolled away. The tomb is empty. There is only life. Look out the window, look in a mirror, look into the face of a loved one, you'll see light. Everything about today says that we can trust that. And that truth changes everything about how we live, how we love, and how we hope. It's true still true. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. And we, we rise with him. That is the promise of Easter. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah. I give thanks to God for each of you. And I Pray. That's all I can do. And I pray that you will bear witness to the love 
and life of God in this world to those to whom life and love and hope is a stranger to proclaiming you and generous and loving friends. In Christ's name, amen. Until next week, stoners, bye.